0: Hello and welcome to the Never Games. We have another very exciting episode for you this week. TJW from the Pick Me podcast joins us on the second half of the episode. Please give us a like, a follow, a subscribe wherever you find great podcasts. This week, Trevor founds Harvard, Connor does something totally legal with a ferret, and Tom is a shockingly good cryptographer. This is season two, episode 11, six months with the bear.
1: great episode
2: yeah it is let's start with theme between the lines we'll hold on one sec okay say it again now let's start theme between the lines <laughs> let's start with theme between the lines it's my turn to run it this game if you haven't listened before is i have four trivia questions that these three will have to answer And all four of them revolve around one central theme. If you think you know what that theme is, reach out to us. Let us know what your guess is. So, question number one. Yeah. Do it. Which of the following is believed to be why orange-haired cats are common throughout the world? Is it A, because King Edward I had red hair and therefore liked red-haired cats and had hundreds of them bred during his reign? Is it B, when the great fire of Rome burned out, Emperor Nero had red cats released throughout Rome so that the populace would never forget the event? Or is it C, the Vikings just kind of liked orange-haired cats, so they took them everywhere they went? Now,
3: are, are we talking, like, more factual than, like, Grandma, why is my cat red? Because it's meant to be in hell. <laughs> like, like, is it more...
2: I got this from a reputable source.
0: So this is not a folklore thing. This is, like, the actual thing that is believed to be why. It is, as I worded the question, it's uh, believed to be why. Right, okay. Uh,
1: Here's the thing that really shocks me. If it's not B, Trevor remembered that Nero was the emperor when Rome burned. And that's why I'm going to go with C, Vikings. (laughs) (laughs) I'm also going to go Vikings. I was also going to
0: go with the Vikings. Yeah. But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just to hedge my bets and break it up, I'm gonna go with A. <laughs> go with a. No yeah. one, th- the, no one
2: thinks it was Nero. The correct answer is C. It is the Viking. Oh, well, hey. I'm a dick. <laughs> I just kind of liked them uh, they're they're able to trace like the genetics of red haired cats back to uh, so Thor
1: Ragnarok.
0: Yeah, I legitimately the, did. The reputable think that that's source was the BBC. What it was, but that's I didn't like that we all answered the same thing.
3: <laughs> yeah, like twenty three and meow. All right, let's
0: moving on. <laughs> You didn't even God let that it. one sit at all. No, <laughs> yeah. he's
1: hoping it
2: gets cut. <laughs>
0: yeah. It won't. No, yeah. it won't. Nothing gets cut in <sighs> the Question number show. two. <laughs>
2: God damn it. The statue of the three lies is located at Harvard University. It's named such because of three incorrect facts that are inscribed on the statue. Which of the following is not one of the three lies? Is it A? It says it is a statue of John Harvard when it's actually of a random person. Is it B, it says that John Harvard founded the school, but he did not. Is it C, it says that it was founded in 1638 when it was actually founded in 1636. Or is it D, it says that John Harvard's birthday is April 18th when it's actually March 18th. So which of those is not the false thing that is inscribed on this statue.
1: Oh, which is not. Oh. So there are th- there are three existing carvings. They are oh. all f- fictional. Which one of these is a fictional fictional statement on <laughs> You can you can just say
3: yes. true, Tom. No, it's There's not th- true.
0: <laughs> we don't Yeah, I mean Yeah, it's, it's not true. Oh, I'll tell you that. Yes. <laughs> okay, so it's it's just one that you made up. Okay.
2: Yep. And again, those are. Uh, it says that it is a statue of John Harvard, but it's actually a random person. It says that John Harvard founded the school, but he did not. It says that it was founded in 1638, but it was actually founded in 1636. Or it says John Harvard's birthday is April 18th, when it's actually March 18th.
0: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the one that is not on there is that John Harvard founded the school.
1: I'm going to say A, So
0: the that's statue B.
3: was a random person.
1: Okay. I'm going to say C, that Harvard was founded in eight, uh, 1658?
0: 30, uh,
2: 38. So, 38. Yeah, 1638. It says 38, but it was actually 36. Yeah. I'm going to go with C. The correct answer is D. Six. Everybody gets it wrong. Yeah, so the, on this statue, it says John Harvard, founder, 1638. It is not a statue of John Harvard. He did not found the school, and it was not founded in 1638. And that's all that's on the statue. So
3: maybe they were talking about it's not a statue about, of
2: three lies.
3: Were they talking about the statue?
0: Oh, I got a little.
2: So okay, well, it's it's intentionally misleading because John Harvard, the school is named after him, but just because he gave him a boatload of money, and he did that in 1638. So they called him a founder. Mm said the year was actually the year that he gave the money and then they just found a random person who quote unquote uh, exemplified the ideals of john harvard and huh. made a statue attractive of that white person.
1: guy got it
2: yep right <laughs> all right question number three right now tom has one and noel has one connor seconds. has zero the first human nerve transplant happened on april 18th 1963 Nerves of up to what length were transplanted? Was it up to one inch, up to five and a half inches, or up to 13 and a quarter inches long?
3: Can I ask where on the body? Or is that? I it do it not know.
1: Exclusively okay. the penis.
3: All right. <laughs> and I'm going
1: 13
0: and a half. Oh, I was going <laughs> to say one, but yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm going to go B was five and a half. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to go five and a half.
4: Okay.
3: Yeah, I'm going to go five and a half, too. We'll one just seems like half. there's just no point in doing the thing. Just don't feel for that, that one inch span. Don't I'm, feel anything. It's I'm fine. I'm going
1: to go the 13. I am going to go the Tom's
2: 13. going now. 13. All right. The correct answer, five and a half inches. Hey. Yep. Yes. Now, Tom has one. Connor has one. And Noel has two with one question left. Here I go I'm going to blow it here you guys <laughs> <laughs> In the show 30 Rock main character Liz Lemon has an older brother who is mentally stuck in 1985 due to intrograde amnesia which he got from what kind of accident Is it A a prop fell on his head during a high school play is it B he was in a skiing accident or is it C he was in a car accident that we later discover was caused by Tracy Jordan.
1: I'm going to go uh, skiing.
0: I'm gonna go, Tom's going to go skiing. I'm going to go see. Connor's going
1: car accident.
3: I'm going to go theater. Fuck it.
5: All Even though right.
3: that's exactly the mentality that keeps getting me the, all these second place uh, <laughs> victories. But yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go with fuck it.
2: Alright, Noel says fuck it, and he gets it wrong. Correct answer is a skiing accident. Damn it, I knew it was skiing. Motherfucker. (laughs) Alright. I didn't prep a backup question. Hold on just a second. (laughs) While I pull up a... Did this
1: coin come up heads or tails? (laughs) (laughs) You you won't believe the answer. Doctors hate him. (laughs) Unrelated to the coin thing. Trevor's just a terrible patient.
2: (laughs) All right. The question is, according to the 2019 census, what is the population of Brookline, Massachusetts? (laughs) Wow. I had to find something fast. So, <laughs>
0: is that is that? An I an assume this question? is unrelated to the theme.
2: No, it's related. Oh shit. <laughs> um. I think the theme
3: is numbers. Each of these questions has a number in it.
1: Brookline.
0: They also have words. Ooh, numbers it could be words. <laughs> <laughs>
3: numbers
2: or words or
0: yeah. letters. I'm gonna say
3: sixty thousand.
2: The the mini word. Tom's going sixty thousand. Noel.
3: Wait, what's the population of Brookline? Brookline. It's got to be way more than 60,000. I'm going to say 75,000.
2: All right. Actual population, 59,180. This is... Oh, this (laughs) fucking game. Second place for Noel. Uh, And congratulations to Tom, who wins this round of theme between the lines and again all five of those questions including the bonus revolved around one theme if you think you know what that theme is reach out to us you can email us at hello at nevergames.com, give us a phone call at 406 games 24 or find us on social media we're at the underscore never underscore games and with that Welcome to the Never Games. Welcome. My name is Trevor, I am the CEO of Stickerbox Studios, and the producer here at the Never Games.
1: My name is Tom O'Brien, and right now you're hearing me say a thing about me.
0: <laughs> My name is Connor Provost, and the other day I experienced Taco Bell Cantina for the first time, and I don't think I'm going back for at least another year.
1: <laughs> Wait, this is the first time you've gone to Taco Bell Cantina? Isn't it down the street from you?
0: Yeah, but this is the first time that we actually managed to go to it. Wow. You keep
1: stopping uh, at that yeah. uh, pizza place with weird conversations.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> and I'm Noel McInnes. Connor, I just want to hear more of this. I want to hear your, your journey. So we walked... Every
0: little detail, Connor. No, we yeah, walked down to, to the Taco everything. Bell Cantina. Did you wear high heels? I did not wear high heels, but it was <laughs> like a 40-minute walk. So when I say down the street, it's, like, kind of down the street. <laughs>
1: it's on but the same street.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's in the same city or whatever. Um, but, <laughs> but, yeah, so we're playing video games, we're drinking, we're smoking, we're having a good time, and then we decide that we're going to go down to Taco Bell know, We walk there, we get there, I order a Cheesy Gordita Crunch, a Doritos Locos Tacos, and a Soft taco Supreme. And then I also order a Sam 76 beer, because that's mm-hmm. what you can do. And I eat that, I drink that, and then I'm like still kind of hungry mistake go back in (laughs) get two more cheesy gordita crunches and a mountain dew baja blast freezy with two pumps of uh two shots of vodka in it god drink that eat that my buddy's like why did you get alcohols
2: on top of taco bell that's the whole point
0: that's the whole point Um <laughs> does this
2: Taco Bell have separate bathrooms for throwing up in than no, for somebody no, using the just, bathroom? they just have
0: a larger bathroom. Yeah. For, oh, okay. and there's just like a lot of buckets outside <laughs> and stuff, you know.
3: Um, okay. okay. Yeah, that driveway must be a dis or the drive-through must be a disaster. Oh, it's
0: it's awful, man. Um, <laughs> no, it's not
1: it's not the it's not the drive-through that's a mess. It's the roundabout that's about a mile away. <laughs> 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 um
0: but yeah so and then my buddy gets mad at me for ordering two more cheesy gordita crunches and not getting a queso lupa which that's a made-up word um but what basically at taco Bell is it? i know it's you got so a, it's Baja like a
1: blast with two shots of vodka in it.
0: that's so the queso I mean, is basically a taco but just like the the outer shell is like the best thing i can compare compare it to is like funnel bread
2: (laughs) the baja blast turned into a fuego blast by the end of the night (laughs) it didn't hit me until the
0: next day i will have you know (laughs) um i would have just gone with a classic diablo blast but yeah so it's like a deep fried it's like a deep fried shell that has like cheese in it and then that's used as the taco shell and it's amazing but it's very heavy And I already had so many tacos before that. So then the next day, I'm supposed to go to band practice. And I'm like, guys, not happening. (laughs) So Taco Bell Cantina, it's a magical place that you should only go to once a year.
1: Now, (laughs) I'm going to make a controversial statement here that I'm curious what you all have to say about. uh, The idea of a Doritos Locos taco sounds like the most disgusting thing I've ever conceived of.
2: You're wrong. Yep,
3: you're right. That was controversial.
0: You're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. It's delicious. It, it's pretty I to kinda... sign with Tom on this. I would never try that, dude. It's literally just the same thing as like <laughs> if you use Doritos as like the base for nachos.
1: Yeah, that doesn't sound good.
0: That sounds awesome. It sounds that pretty damn sound good. I mean, you don't smoke enough weed is really it's... what it comes down to.
1: <laughs> That's true. We are a distinct Maybe. split here between really not a whole lot of weed, whole lot of weed.
3: <laughs> yeah, I really,
0: I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about, Tom. <laughs> I, they, they are good, and they, they I will say they would be better if they used Cool Ranch Doritos as the base instead of the nacho cheese Doritos. I did
1: eat most of a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos today.
0: Cool Ranch now, is, is the way to go.
1: Don't they have Cool Ranch? Uh... No,
0: they just have the one. It's the nacho cheese.
1: I think they oh. had it for a brief period of time. They did. But They decided it was too expensive for the number of people who were ordering it. No, yeah. it's just
0: like their bathrooms were full of blood. And they were like, we got to get rid of something. <laughs>
1: so, yeah. so then they decided
2: to get rid of potatoes. Probably the most healthiest thing on the menu.
1: Now, how many of you guys have eaten at a Kentaco Hut?
2: I feel like we need to up the class here of this of this conversation. The other day, I accidentally spent $45 on three steaks because I saw the price per pound and was like, "Oh, that's pretty cheap for three steaks." Right. And then I checked <laughs> out. <laughs> and then I burned the steaks. No, that's the worst dude. part.
0: I uh, destroyed them. Did you burn them and then cover them in ketchup?
2: No, I, I tried grilling them, and I wanted to get cheap ones because I'd never grilled a steak before. And I was like, if I screw up, it'll be fine. And these ones are only $13. Nope, per pound.
3: Whew. It's pretty easy. Just put it on and take it off.
0: Steak, like, we- it, the, the, the big <laughs> thing is making sure you get that sear and then turn it down. You know, yeah, I've,
1: I've found that any online recipe for cooking meat on a grill is terrible. Because grills yeah. are massively inconsistent.
0: Correct. Yeah. I mean, I would always go pan to oven before putting it on a grill, personally. But if
1: the point is learning so, to grill a steak,
0: I mean, like, fair. yeah,
2: grilled steak just tastes better. Plus, I don't have a cast iron and all the grilled So oven you're gonna say I don't have like... a stove?
4: <laughs> 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 I think I do.
0: I'm not. I'm not totally sure.
4: All right. Anyway, we, should,
0: uh, we should probably we play, we should a game, play a right? game, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I got a game for you guys this week called fine or time so i don't know if you guys know this but our country's fucking weird and stupid um Uh Uh and they've got a really you'll
1: have to be more specific
0: like a whole bunch of really weird (laughs) stupid dumb leftover laws that were made at some point that just still are on the books
1: uh i see Mm. this is uh (laughs) dive dive bar bar exam exam (laughs)
0: Yeah, so it's just a lot of, like, just random fucking leftover laws. But basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a a random law. There are two rounds for each question. First of all, you have to tell me whether the punishment for this law is a fine or time in jail. And then anybody who gets that first round correct then goes on to the second round where they have to tell me what that fine is or how long in jail. Sure. Okay. For the second round, I will go whoever is closest, unless it's only one person moving on. You get one point for each round. If you get it dead on on the second round, I will give you two points.
1: Alright. Okay. So potential three okay. points okay. per round.
0: Correct. Correct. Alright! So the first one here, uh, in Florida, already started off hot, <laughs> it is illegal to participate in dwarf tossing since it was outlawed in 1989. Uh, there so was So recent. Actually, an attempt to repeal this law in 2011, but fortunately huh. it was unsuccessful. <laughs> uh, I need you to tell me are you going to get fined or are you going to get time in jail? Fine. Fine. Yeah, I got to go fine on that. All right, you guys are all going fine? Yep. Yeah. Well, you are all correct. Nice.
1: Now, can I give you the reason why I thought it was a fine?
0: Yeah, of course. Because the, uh,
1: the little person has consented.
0: Yeah. It's fair. I mean, you don't know what was going on in the 80s.
1: Well, God, (laughs) I hope they consented, because otherwise that's a hate
2: crime?
0: Yes. Yes, it is. Yep. yep. (laughs) Uh, Which I think is kind of where they landed on on as as far as, like, actually making it illegal. Uh, All right, so round number one, subsection B. Uh, How much (laughs) is that fine, my boys?
1: Can I ask a a follow-up question?
0: Is that Fine,
1: still in '80s dollars, or has it been updated for today money?
0: Oh, it's a stagnant amount. I mean, it's a stagnant amount, but obviously today money would be worth more than, or you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Yeah, but Uh, it is. It's the amount has not changed.
1: Uh huh. Okay. I'm going to go 750.
0: Hmm.
3: What's the fine on jaywalking?
1: I don't fucking know. Jays can walk anywhere they want, Noel, or they can fly.
3: Thanks, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: I' uh,
2: so I'm sick of go... this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna go 1500.
3: I'm gonna go five.
2: My thoughts are: this has to be enough of a fine that any bar that wants to put this event on is gonna like lose money. Look at the amount and be like, I'm not gonna earn more than that from right.
0: this. Fair. Um... <laughs> Well, the actual amount is $1,000, which gives the points to Tom. So scores currently are Tom with two, Trevor with one, Noel with one. So in Mississippi, swearing in front of two or more people in public is considered lewd or unsavory conduct, and a person can be charged with a misdemeanor. Is your punishment a fine, or is it time in jail? Fine. Okay. I'm gonna say fine, fine. on this.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, okay, everybody's saying fine.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You are all yeah. wrong. Ah. You will get jail time, up to thirty days <laughs> in jail.
1: I see. I was gonna say wow. jail time, wow. but then I was like misdemeanors. Like how often are right. misdemeanors yeah. like
0: jail time? Right. Uh, that was my little trickery.
1: <laughs> we oh, gotta you make did it! Our... You tricked us all. <laughs> we got to make a
3: live show in Mississippi. That'll be like the biggest brouhaha
0: they've yeah. ever seen. Again, I don't know that any of these laws are currently enforced. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I hope not. Oh um, yeah, man, we'll be. So well, I hope the dwarf right tossing there. one. is. The yes. dwarf <laughs> tossing one, I really hope is is the is swearing enforced. one. I highly. doubt. I, I hope that it's not enforced in that, like it doesn't come up. But it doesn't need to be enforced. <laughs> right. We've evolved as a society yeah. enough. Oh All come right. on, you know we haven't. I
1: know. I can be hopeful. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh next one comes from Idaho. So when it was outlaw when it outlawed the act in 1990, Idaho actually became the only US state to declare cannibalism illegal. That is cannibalism of any part of the human body uh with the stipulation that if it is a life or death situation you're gonna They be can fine. die. No, you're gonna be like you won't you won't be held yeah. accountable in a court of law. Oh, like
3: Oh, oh, if the cannibal is in a life yeah, or death, not correct. the right. Your plane okay. crashes in yeah, the Arctic like, mountains. <laughs> of I thought I was like, oh no, I'm gonna die.
2: Right. You,
0: right. you can. But eat in anyone. any other situation, if you if you eat <laughs> yeah. any part of a human being,
2: no, I need you to eat my hand, or else I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: that's what I thought you meant. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, is that a fine or is
3: it time? This also seems like one of your trickeries. I want to say fine.
0: Okay, I'm going to say time.
1: I'm going to say time as well. It should be time, but I don't think it's gonna.
0: It is time. Uh, it. That is a point for Trevor and Tom. <laughs> yeah. Moving on to the second round. How much many years in the whole world of your life do you get for eating a person in Idaho?
1: Thirty years.
0: Okay. No, I know
3: I don't qualify for this, but I'm gonna answer it anyway. Five years.
2: Okay. See, I was thinking closer to Noel, but gamesmanship is gonna put me at twenty five.
0: Well <laughs> Gamesmanship, you little dick. Yep. It's uh the actual amount is uh fourteen years. Oh, I was gonna say fifteen. So fourteen years in prison. So that is an extra point for Trevor, which moves our yeah. score. Yeah. Tom and Trevor are tied at three. And Noel has one. Yeah. Next one. In West Virginia, it is illegal to hunt, catch, take, kill, injure, or pursue a wild animal with the use of a ferret. <laughs> you cannot go hunting with a ferret. What if is you were hunting a... ferret? What? It's, they're not allowed. They're not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> they cannot be involved in the act. Is that a fine or is it time?
1: That... I'm saying
2: that's a fine. I'm saying time
1: i am going to go fine as well, because I want to eke out the point. I want to say time, but I want the point more.
3: Oh, the points don't <laughs> matter. That's why I have so much fun with it.
0: <laughs> uh, well, it is in fact a fine. Fuck, yeah. I'm
3: having so much fun.
0: <laughs> I'm just, sorry, <laughs> bud. So that is, yeah. Uh, moving on to the second round. How much is that fine for hunting with a ferret?
1: Five hundred.
0: Oh uh.
2: 1.2. I'll take the over billion. Um, <laughs> i <I'm>, I'll go.
1: Sindol <sighs> so says two hundred million.
2: <laughs> I'll say seven fifty.
0: Seven fifty. Alright, that is a point two Tom. God damn. Yep. Uh the actual amount of the fine for hunting with a <laughs> ferret is one hundred dollars.
1: <laughs> so really not that bad. Now yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a hunter, but what advantage is a ferret giving
0: you? Low. Yeah. Maybe if low. you're looking for like badgers and stuff, like things yeah. that burrow. yeah, like small animals. But They're I feel low. like a they ferret can... would be an easy target for a badger. So they like, yeah,
1: I can't I can't think of a situation where a dog's not better.
0: I right. Yeah. I mean, there are specifically dogs that are that are bred to hunt the smaller animals that burrow. So, well, I do have one more. Noel, unfortunately, you won't be able to to catch Tom. I'll still
3: have fun anyway. Thanks for having me (laughs) on your show, you guys.
0: But there is a possibility that you can tie for second. (laughs) That still counts. Yeah. All right. So Louisiana law, Louisiana, states that individuals involved in a match or contest between one or more persons (laughs) and a bear for the purpose of fighting or engaging in a physical altercation are guilty of bear wrestling. It is illegal to <laughs> wrestle a bear in Louisiana. Just so
3: weird because that was one of the true things on fucking John Harvard's statue. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> is that uh, a fine or time? I feel like the act is just punishment enough.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna say time.
0: Okay. Where is this
3: Louisiana? Yep. I want to say fine.
2: Okay. I'm gonna go with fighting a bear. Um, I'm gonna say fine.
0: All right, so we got time for Tom and Nolan Trevor. You're both going fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that gives the game to Tom. Shit. Yeah, Mm. it was in fact time. Um, Since you're the only one moving on, there's no second part, but if you wanted to go ahead and throw out a guess just for 90 days. 90 days. Uh, No, it is actually six months with the bear. Six months with the <laughs> bear as your cellmate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a no, real be fair, life, of, if, if life of pie situation here.
1: You're in jail. You're, you, you've got a new a new cellmate, and you're like, what are you in for? And he's like, I fought a bear. It's like, oh, shit. Okay. All right. <laughs> you're not messing with that guy.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> You yeah. want the top buck or the bottom
1: buck? Up to you.
0: Get whatever you want, man.
1: <laughs> you want some toilet wine? I just finished making
0: But uh... this
3: this fucking jabroni doesn't even know I lost to the bear. I just fought the <laughs> so bear. I just got a
1: scar across his face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Liver's missing.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that has been my game, Fine or Time. Oh, oh, that was a good, good one. Yeah, yeah, I love that.
1: You guys want to take a break? Let's
0: do it.
2: Let's do Uh, it. And when we come back, we have special guest TJW, host of the Pick Me Pod, our first returning friend of the show.
3: Today's episode is brought to you by Podgo.
1: Uh, hey guys, it's time for me to reveal last week's theme between the lines Did any of you guys guess it?
2: I know this one
0: I don't I,
3: I... I think this <laughs> might have been the first one where it's legitimately stumps. I
1: have no idea The theme for last week's theme between the lines was turn of the century pulp magazines which was Nerd. the inspiration for, I know, <laughs> for all of these things. So, uh, pulp magazines were a big inspiration on Mike McNoll's writing on Hellboy. Specifically, the magazine Black Mask, which was the answer to question number two, was the inspiration for Quentin Tarantino's pulp fiction. Uh, Tarzan of the Apes and Zorro both started as pulp magazines. So, that was the, the theme for last week's theme between the lines. If you think you know this week's theme between the lines, you can hit us up at most social media at the underscore never underscore games send us an email at hello at nevergames.com or you can give us a call on your telephone uh the phone number for that is 406 <laughs> games 24 that's 406 426 3724 we did get a correct answer this week shockingly uh, from giant nerd 23 who who sent us a private message on instagram it was and, just you
0: uh, writing to us wasn't it <laughs> yeah.
2: wasn't it, it was it you tom
1: no
0: <laughs> anyways
1: the very handsome giant nerd 23 uh, got it right
3: so congratulations to mott uh mott will gather you know just some prizes
1: <laughs> yeah uh we love hearing from our fans uh reach out to us if you think you know the theme to this week's theme between the Lions.
0: cheers is like one of the greatest uh television shows ever made because
1: because because boston i had some concerns that being a a sitcom from the 80s that it was not going to hold up well. That was my Uh, question, yeah. And, uh, but what I've, what I've heard from people is that it does surprisingly well as opposed to uh, shows starring wax figurine Jim Parsons, which uh, don't hold up (laughs) well having come out Present.
0: <laughs> I I love that we have this ongoing feud, non-feud with Jim Parsons. It, yeah, he's well like, aware
5: of y'all's existence too, right? I'm sure. I'm sh- I'm sure. Nemesis of the show, Jim Parsons. Parsons. We DM him if constantly. he ever wants to come on and
1: debate me.
2: He's welcome to.
3: Oh, let's I would throw lo- it out. I, I would love him on the show, but his stump the expert would be something that we choose. And it was, <laughs> it'd be like question one: Where the fuck do
5: you
2: get off, Jim Parsons? <laughs> <laughs>
5: are we recording for the show yet or are yeah. we still just yeah. chatting yeah. yeah no this is, yeah. no, this is this if is, we're yeah. saying
2: stuff about jim parsons it is on the air all
0: right. <laughs> question two who do you think you are
1: yeah. before we get too far into this we should welcome our guest <laughs> yeah, our yeah. Hi, it's right.
5: jim parsons everybody <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> hi tj welcome back
5: yes we have tjw host of the pick me pod i uh i appreciate coming back and uh it's great to be here talking with you guys again. Uh, this will be fun.
1: It will be whether yeah. you like it or not. Yeah, you
5: are our first return
0: guest, and I don't I don't know what that says about us, but uh, it says something about, about you. something else. <laughs>
5: yeah. I I'm actually really honored to be here because I've listened to the past couple shows, and like you had this amazing artist on, and you had like a an award winning writer producer of his own content. And then yeah. here's this guy you've never heard of that just talks <laughs> his opinion on other people's stuff. And uh, hey, yeah, that's me. So
1: being a good friend of Willow's, I will say that's mostly what she does, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I, we should do a quick shout out to uh, not to interrupt TJ's time, but Arun was nominated for a Webby today.
5: So right. everyone
1: out there in Radioland, if you liked Arun last week, you should go vote for him. For a Webby,
5: congratulations to another former guest of the Never Games.
1: Yes, yeah. clearly, are equal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you, Arun, if you're but listening uh, to this, I'm so sorry. I you know, apologize for every podcast statement. that
5: you have heard of called the Wonder Women. They oh, actually yeah, they actually gave me an award for the most meta podcast. So <laughs> uh, they ended their last season giving out awards and you know, I got one, so I guess there's yeah. that. You know
2: what? Did we get more? We, I think we, we did. More. I forget exactly what it was. It was something like the, the best podcast that was not our podcast that we were <laughs> <Yeah>. also on <laughs> <Yeah>. so far.
0: <laughs> that was a throwaway category if there ever was it one. It was like right. they had
2: like the little image of the trophy and the, the font was like three. <laughs> <in terms laughs> so they could fit in yeah. all the stipulations that they gave to the award that they gave
0: us. Yeah. Now, this, <laughs> this
2: leads
1: me to my first real question for you, TJ. Uh, how many podcasts have you been on now?
5: Oh, um, so it's starting yeah. to pick me. So I think uh, a total of six different right. podcasts I've actually done a guest spot on. It's um, pretty good. And then I've had guests come onto my show because at the time of this recording, I'm putting out my Podcaster's Choice series, which I'm very excited and would. Talk more about at any point in time you want me to, but uh, the podcasters' <laughs> choice series coming out, so I'm talking to other podcast hosts, so I'm having them come on. Just adding one more level of meta to your podcast. Right. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I'm I'm all about it. I I really enjoy the networking and the little community that exists in indie podcasts, and yeah. uh, mm. I'm I inadvertently have touched many different little sectors of this community. So, you know, I'm, I'm I'm seeing different little pods of people talks, talking with each other and that's really exciting. And it's been, uh, it's been really fun to just kind of like stumble into this community and uh, (laughs) into doing the whole podcast and everything. And uh, I'm having a blast doing it. And, you know, I didn't even, it's not like I woke up one day and was like, I want to be a podcast critic. It's just, you know, right. something that I just kind of started doing for the fun of it. And yeah. um, I'm, I'm really liking how the networking is coming together. And I, I like meeting other people who who are like me. We're just like, you know, I have an idea something that I want to talk about. So I'm going to, you know, make a podcast about it. And I, I I guess I like getting to know those kind of people, which uh, are the kind of people you guys are. Yeah. Oh, well, hey, that's I, me. I, I mean, I, I think that's
0: what's people super like cool me, about. People like me. I'm a guy uh, like me. I think that's what's super cool about, like, what, what you do, because, like, you're talking so extensively about, like, uh, the community and the networking and that kind of thing, but. I mean, like you're literally your your podcast purpose is to, like, build that network and create that community. Oh, yeah. I really um,
5: like to yeah. uh, help people get that kind of exposure. Yeah, uh, I got
3: to say one of the most exhilarating moments of my life was when Trevor sent us the link of your initial review on, uh, on our show. <laughs> I was I was so sca- I've never been any more scared for like a 45 second clip of, like our, <laughs> our first review ever and then it turned out great and then I was like man <laughs>
2: Yeah because we were, cause we're, we're done just like it. throwing like, stuff out there yeah. <laughs> with like just kind of cuz for the most part and to like hear somebody else talk about it and like,
5: and oh, like that was it. a really cool experience yeah. yeah Oh yeah I mean you know I I listened to it you know and I personally like podcasts where it's like people sitting around talking because when they get really engrossed in their conversation, you, you kind of start to forget that you're listening to a podcast and you think that you're just there among a group of friends as well. And y'all are just, you know, shooting the shit, you know, so I already liked that kind of podcast. And I really thought that the concept that you guys did was pretty unique where it's like, you know, we're going to invent a game and then we're all (laughs) going to play it together. Like that was a really fun concept. And I mean, to tell you the truth, like going into what you guys have done so far for season two, I really think that you, you've made the kind of improvements that start to make a podcast better. You've really got, you know, a little more organization to things. You know, you've got your segments <laughs> set up. Everything's uh, clicking really well. So uh, I'm really excited for your season two. It's been fun to listen to. We appreciate uh, that. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. we've that.
3: been reading a lot of podcast books, which is just <laughs> the most popular <laughs> subject to talk about. Right. When Bill uh, no
1: says we, he means he. And Trevor, a lot of Trevor's podcasts. got a book, right? Yeah, I got a podcast.
3: Yeah, so we've been reading two podcast
1: books. <laughs>
0: but I mean, to be, to at the fair, same like, time overlapping each other. Yeah. Just yeah. shouting
5: at each other. Well the hard um, work shows you guys. It shows. Yeah. yeah.
0: Thank you. I mean to be to be fair, that kind of started with your review, because you were like I mean, we really took to heart like everything that you said. But like Enough about like your relationship yeah, yeah. with us. Like, <laughs> the what same
2: is... goes for you, the same stuff. All goes for you, TJ. Like oh, you can listen to like your early episodes compared to like the newest ones, and especially the this uh, new. You've only got two of them out at the time of this recording with the the podcasters' picks. Like the quality of those is really great, especially since it is you having those types of conversations with yeah. other people in the same genre who are like doing the same work.
0: So if you want to kind of like break it down for the listeners, what's, what's the main difference between where you started with like pick me and, and now doing the, the podcasters picks. What would you, how would you describe well, like, what you're doing?
5: A, a, a lot of it is stuff that is actually ends up getting covered in this podcasters choice series. And it's because that it, I, I wanted to talk to people who had started going through the same experience I did. You know, I just, I decided to make a podcast. So, you know, I, I, I started out, I came up with an idea that I think that I could, that I personally thought that I could produce rather quickly, because at the time, I was just thinking about, you know, I want to start a podcast, let me come up with an idea real quick, go through the motions, see if it's something that I could feasibly do. And so, you know, I I started this idea and, and got a little bit of an audience, and I started, you know, I got on a couple podcasts, and I was like, okay, so this is starting to be fun, and I kept going with it. And I've listened to a lot of different podcasts, and and I've said this on my show, you know, I've listened to some really good ones, and I've listened to some really bad ones. And other podcast hosts that I had uh, been in contact with before I even started gave me a great piece of advice. Uh, Brent Hand from the Hysteria 51 podcast gave me a great piece of advice not to... Not to be too critical of people because, you know, you you don't want to hurt feelings. You know, people can be kind of sensitive, especially when they're just putting their stuff out there. It's not like they're getting paid for it. They're just putting their stuff out there, you know. And I took that to heart. and, And so I framed my whole podcast around, I'm going to find the good stuff. And I'm going to bring you what I think is good content. So if you get a review on Pick Me, it's because I think this show is well produced, you know, it's engaging, it covers its concept well. So I I can be a quote unquote podcast critic without like breaking down people's feelings and stuff because I don't want to yeah, do right. it. You know, I'm not trying to sure. I know the hard work that it takes to put the show out there. And uh, I wanted to start this Podcaster's Choice series to uh, examine that process and talk to other podcast hosts about their experience to kind of give people, you know, if you're a new podcaster or if you're thinking about making a podcast, the series will be full of a lot of helpful hints and tips from people who have actually gone through the same process that you're about to. Because you can, right. you know, you can Google which microphone is the best, and, you know, you can Google how to produce it, but getting that firsthand experience, I think, is valuable.
2: It was also, I was listening uh, last week to your conversation with the Wonder Women, and... Uh, yeah, what back was to that like? The... Uh,
5: they're fun. I love talking with them. They are a lot of fun. Yeah, they awesome. were great.
2: One, one thing that they were saying, though, was... Um, that it's like, it's it's a labor of love, and you do it because you want to do it. And, right. you know, uh, like Noel said, like, we we have these podcast books, and the one that I was reading was like, you know, you get to decide how you want to monetize. Do you want to go to Vice? Do you want to go to, and uh, I was like, that's not, you can't just go to Vice if you're just <laughs> trying to start a pot, like, that's not right. a real option. And listening to them talk about how, like, you know, we keep doing it and the numbers slowly, slowly grow, and that's what it's actually like.
5: It's a very real look at it, which is really cool to see. Well, and and that's another thing that gets mentioned a lot in my series, um, is, you know, we talk about those expectations. What are the realistic expectations for you to have if you're starting to make a podcast? You know, if you right. think that y- you're in... You're, relative nobody you know as in like you're not famous you don't have a following you have nothing established and you have these dreams of hey i'm going to make a podcast and suddenly you know i'm going to be raking in some money from iHeartRadio radio or something that's not this that's not the norm <laughs> you know it's, yeah, you, yeah. you can't just do that,
2: that there's would... literally millions right yeah. there's, it, there's it, an it, endless supply if you google podcast on Uh, printers there's 12 podcasts (laughs) talking about all
5: of the nuances of just
2: canon printers
5: right right and and that's another reason why i think that i started pick me is because there are so many there are so many podcasts out there about anything about everything and so you (laughs) know you you don't know sometimes until you start listening to something like if it's going to be worth your time or not and i i I think that i my show helps for those who want that kind of you know guide you know hey this is stuff that if you listen to it and you're into it you're gonna enjoy it
2: yeah plus you're building up a backlog of like your episodes are specific you've got you know, episodes, uh, you, you've got two seasons out one on conspiracies and uh, parapolitical, yep. and now one on uh, TV shows. So, people looking for podcasts, as you make more shows and go into different topics,
0: building like up a backlog of like, you know, right. yeah. You're the TV guide of, of
5: podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, <especially.
3: laughs> well, and, and <laughs> something. Like
5: Britannica. Uh, I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, I'll take the compliment. You guys are making me beam right now. You can't see it, but it's happening. Now, no, um, you
3: seem pretty beamy right
5: now. <laughs> that, that's still photo. I'm just as snarky in real life. Yeah. So w- one of the things uh, to give just a preview of season three, because I already have a season three oh. in the plan. I'm going to take after the Podcaster's Choice series is finished, which at the time of this recording, I got a couple more to come out and then I'm going to have a a little bit of a break because I got some stuff that I want to take care of because real life, that's another thing that we cover in that series is how to balance making your podcast with real life. But, uh, you know, I'll have a break, and then when I come back in season three, I'm going to kind of break with that whole genre-specific. Each episode is going to cover something new. So and it's because I've discovered so many podcasts that I couldn't just put in some kind of mold like that. Like, these are about yeah. conspiracies. These are about TV shows. There's so many good ones out there that can't be categorized and easily referenced to steal an X-Files reference. So right. I think right. from from here on, yeah. in season three, you're going to hear me uh, covering a wide range of topics. So I think that'll be really fun.
0: That's
2: exciting. Wait, yeah.
5: yeah. That's really exciting.
2: Yeah. Uh, how many podcasts do you listen to because you know you've got weekly episodes coming out and sometimes you have three different podcasts that you're reviewing on that and you talk about like multiple episodes of all of these pod- podcasts like how many episodes a day do you listen to well i <laughs>
5: i mean probably <laughs> it, it depends
0: do you on want the... to answer that question
5: <laughs> yeah. i mean it'd really make me seem bad because because, like, people would, like, if you listen to all those, how in the hell do you focus on your work? But my work <laughs> is so, like, mind-numbingly boring. Like, it is literally, I see what's on a page, and I push that corresponding button on my keyboard. I, I mean, it gets a little more complex than that, but I'm doing that a lot. Yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm at work eight hours a day. So I'm usually, I mean, I listen to music sometimes, too, but I'm usually... Usually listening to podcast episodes. And then, you know, there are shows that I regularly listen to. Like uh, each week I'll listen to behind anything Behind the Bastards does. Because uh, Robert Evans stuff is really, really great. Uh, so I'll listen yeah. to that. But then I'm also, you know, if, if, if I'm planning what I'm going to do, you know, uh, a topic interests me. So I'm going to go ahead and jot it down. And this is what I've already started doing for season three. I'll write down that topic. And then I'll literally just search for podcasts. And then it's, uh, mm. I'm going to listen to an episode. And, you know, if if and if I find something that I think, you know, first pass, sounded pretty good, I'll give it a full episode. Then I'll give it another episode. I'll be like, you know what? I like this. And then, you know, start taking the notes. And that's pretty much yeah. the process. Yeah. So, yeah, I certainly, there are certainly podcasts that I listen to just because I like them. You know, some of them are big, and because they're big market podcasts, I'm never going to re—I'm not really going to review them because they yeah, don't—they yeah. don't need that coveted pick me bump, right. yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> but you know, I—I I, I still listen to them. So yeah, yeah I certainly I, have my pleasure podcasts.
3: I've really devoted myself towards like these weird horror narrative podcasts, which I would have never oh, yeah. listened to on like, you know. A, a usual day i usually go for like the the big market uh uh like comedy shows which kind of you know was a big sort of spur for this show and i, I never would have you know thought of listening to just a really cool book on tape that lasts for like 24
5: hours uh pretty soon true crime's gonna <laughs> suck you in dude
3: yeah, no, oh, I already don't did true do it. Crime. Don't do I, just, I like fake, I like fake crime because of all the monsters.
5: Uh, my wife listens to. <laughs> my wife was listening to all the true crime, and I was like, I got sucked into a few of them. Like I that was is, really into Serial when it was big. That was yeah, an yeah. entire rabbit hole, man. Oh, I know, yeah, I know. That's why endless. Yeah, supply. that's why. I may never, may never review, like, (laughs) just a straight true crime podcast just because it's, like, the market is flooded. It's saturated. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I did have a question for you, TJ. So, you know, I know people who, when the pandemic hit, they adopted a puppy or they started uh, renovating their (laughs) kitchen. We started a podcast and you listen to so many of them how many of the podcasts you listen to do you think are pandemic podcasts and have you seen a big spike in like indie podcasts starting up because of the pandemic
5: now this is actually a difficult question for me to answer because i generally wasn't keeping track until i decided to make my own podcast which started in the middle of the pandemic So, (laughs) you know, it's not like in 2019, I was like, I am going to keep track of new podcast numbers. Um, But now that you bring that up, I mean, it would be interesting to dig into because I would assume that you are correct. Because I I did notice that, like, okay, I must admit, I shop on Amazon quite a bit. I got the app on my phone. I just – I see the the A for Amazon and, like, you know, I don't care about anything else. I just hit the damn button because I have problems. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, I just noticed that throughout 2020, man, like, you started seeing audio gear getting pushed. Like, you couldn't get oh, in there yeah. without, ooh, sale, microphone. You know, and it's like, oh, so I see what you guys are pushing. So I'm assuming because they started pushing that that there was some kind of up spike in sales. Because I mean, it really makes sense. So that's actually something yeah. that I should look into. That'd be that'd be interesting to find out. All right. Well, it sounds like we got a pretty
0: exciting uh, season three of Pick Me coming up. Absolutely, yeah. I can't wait. Stoked for that.
5: Oh, I want, um, also want to plug real quick because something sure. else that I did. Was uh, me and my friend Jake. We picked apart the Snyder's cut, and that's another special oh thing God. that we did. Uh, pick God. me, picked Dumbest apart Snyder's cut. It's so,
4: dumb, <laughs> we, it's
5: so dumb. We watched. It's significantly better than the
0: original release. I mean, but like, yeah, but that was... we're not going to go <sighs> into this now.
3: Yeah, if you ever need a guest on that on that show, I'll just tell you why it's so dumb. It's
5: so, dumb. so yeah, that <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll instead of getting us sidetracked, I'll just say. If you watch the Snyder Cut, go ahead and check out "Pick Me," picks apart the Snyder Cut.
1: <laughs> so, uh, as we've as we mentioned, your first season was of uh, "Pick Me" was all about conspiracy theories, and I think you consider yourself kind of a an expert. Yeah, would you say on, on conspiracy theories? Yeah, 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 yeah,
5: yeah. I, I say that. I don't think that I should be proud of it. <laughs> but but I am. That's not the question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I do think that I'm a bit of an expert on conspiracies because, like, all my life I've always, like, been one of those people that, like, questioned the stuff. Um, yeah. So I'd be really open-minded about, you know, alternate theories about things. So I've always kind of been been into it. Started with ghosts, moved on to aliens, and then kind of just, like, spread from there. So, yeah, sadly, I'm well-versed. <laughs> And the crazy shit that people believe over reality. But I think we're more <laughs>
0: focusing on uh, uh, JFK. Is, is that correct?
5: Yes. Now, that one yeah. is fact.
0: <laughs>
5: oh. All right. <laughs> All of it? All uh, of it? Uh, it? I mean, it, 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 depends, once... it depends on which story you go with, because there's, like, yeah. 50 different explanations.
3: I just really hate how you delivered the past, I don't know, two Three sentences with that much confidence, and now I'm
4: I'm getting a little bit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, you have you have yet to it's experience fine. the first question doubt that comes to everyone <laughs> on stump That's the true. expert.
2: Yeah,
5: it is. Stumper. All right,
2: I'll uh... Yeah,
3: it's like, do you ever see like those crash tests they do on cars? That's yeah. what it feels like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're you're the dummy that's like this is the one with airbags right yeah I, I got the airbag <laughs> car right I volunteered
5: for this so you know yeah. I'll take one. I, I, I was even so confident that I didn't bone up on anything I just rolled into this oh. all right who wants to go first all right all right TJ I
2: uh, I'll ask the first question on this this is a a question about the umbrella man
5: do you okay. know the umbrella man I know exactly who the umbrella man is. Oh man, my oh, question is
3: way too easy. This
5: is gonna...
2: <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, for for anybody who might not, the Umbrella Man is a man who was standing on the side of the road when uh, Kennedy was assassinated. He was holding a black umbrella, which he opened fairly soon before Kennedy drove by, and he was moving the the umbrella around. Um, like so the theories signal. that came out of it are things that he was like signaling for when shots should be taken there was a, another theory I saw that was that the Umbrella itself had a poison dart that it shot out <laughs> to paralyze Kennedy. Um, to make the, it easier to hit him with a bullet in a moving car. <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs>
5: I love but the my, different uh, things people do with the same information.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, uh, my question for you, though, who was the Umbrella Man? And what reason did he give for having a black umbrella open at the time?
5: Oh, because it did end up just being a witness. And the dude was like, no, I was just standing there with the umbrella. Um,
2: I could. You not did say that you, you were a, a big fan of the Oliver Stone movie, and this is a character in that movie.
5: <sighs> mm. See,
1: I can, I can hear man, Before I mean, I, we asked the first question, you were, yeah. you were like, yeah, I, I got this. Yep. And then that doubt creeps in. Yeah. Really wishing for it's those like, airbags right he, about now. said <laughs> the Umbrella
5: Man, and the image flash in my face, like, from the Zapruder film. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know what this is. And then you're like, what's his name? Why'd he open the umbrella? I was like, I don't know. So, man, I'm not going to get his name. Um... I keep wanting to say Donald Sutherland, but he was in a different scene. Oh, man, I think he uh... I'm going to go with a mundane reason for opening the umbrella. The sun was in his eyes. Unfortunately not. It was uh, it was intentional. Uh, The
2: man's name was Louis Stephen Witt. He says he was protesting the Kennedy family for appeasing Adolf Hitler before World War II, and <laughs> a black umbrella was British Prime Minister Neville Chamberlain had a trademark black umbrella, and the Kennedy family was close with him while he was uh, supporting Nazis. <laughs> Jesus. So his reason was he was protesting the Kennedy family. That sounds just as plausible as any other conspiracy
5: theory that I've heard about the Kennedy assassination. Right. Jeez. Yeah, I gotta say, I that's mean that's deep cuts, I guess. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no. I don't know how he thought everybody was going to get all of that symbolism as he stood there with his black <laughs> umbrella. Like, did room. he right. did he leave that day going like, they're gonna know exactly what this means? <laughs> oh yeah, no, he was he was very confident,
0: <laughs> just
1: like everyone who goes into stuff the expert. Yeah, yeah.
0: so. Uh, TJ, are you aware of the whole situation, like the conspiracy uh, about the connection between Kennedy and Lincoln? Yeah. Okay. So for those who aren't aware, there's there's a major conspiracy that they're connected, maybe done by uh, the, the same like overarching group of people or anything, but that there's just too many coincidences between the assassination of Lincoln and the assassination of Kennedy for them not to be connected in some way. Years ago, there was a big old list of all the connections that was published. Uh, and a lot of them are true. Like, they were elected to Congress 100 years apart. They were elected to the presidency 100 years yeah, apart. Yeah, numerical coincidences. A lot of numerical coincidences. Their uh, succeeding um, presidents were both named Johnson. Um, just, like, random stuff like yeah. that. But there are four different things on this list that are completely bullshit made up. <laughs> I'm asking you to name me two of them.
5: Okay. Um, Lincoln was warned by his secretary, Kennedy. Is bullshit. That is, that is one. Yep. And um, uh, there was some kind of connection between their assassins. That was bull crap. I don't know why I censored myself there. Probably because I was deep in thought. <laughs>
3: That might be the first censor we've ever had uh, on the show. Congratulations. Yeah, oh, shit. Yeah. My mom can listen to that segment.
5: Okay. So <laughs>
0: that
1: one sentence. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're close. There 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 are very there are a lot of connections just about the assassins themselves.
5: One of them uh I think it's about where Booth was caught at versus where Lee Harvey Oswald was caught at. And they, like, make this connection that Booth was caught in a storehouse and killed Lincoln in a theater and was caught in a storehouse, but Oswald killed Kennedy from a storehouse and was caught in a theater, and that's also some bullshit, right? Are you going to put that as your final answer? Uh,
0: That means it's not bullshit. No, it's it's not necessarily, but there is some deliberation that would be needed. Okay,
5: yeah, I'm gonna lock that in because I I know that that's one of the things on the list, and I'm gonna call bullshit on it.
0: It it is <laughs> one of the things on the list. So the the idea is that um, Lincoln was killed in a theater, and his assassin was killed in a warehouse, uh, and then the opposite for Kennedy. So he was shot from a warehouse, and then they got they got Oswald at, at the theater. This isn't one, when I was looking it up, this isn't one that I necessarily considered total bullshit because it depends on your definition of warehouse. <laughs> and it's literally just, its literally just like, everything was like, yeah, this is kind of true, but it was like a storehouse. Like, they didn't manufacture stuff. Right. They were just, like, holding stuff. So <laughs> I'll leave it up to the
5: rest. I mean, what do you think, you guys? Do you think that he he gets a point for stumping me or that he doesn't get a point for stumping me.
3: I got to say my, when I was thinking of alternate definition for warehouse, I was just thinking
5: that, about a house that gets hair every full moon. And each I forget. <laughs> I forget exactly. Little, a full moon, me... My house is going to come alive and try to kill us all. Someone get the silver, so silver bullets.
3: Just... And, and then the next morning, it wakes up naked in the field.
0: <laughs> so, this is the, so this is the the description here is: Oswald did shoot Kennedy from a textbook warehouse before being arrested in a movie theater. Booth did shoot Lincoln in Ford's Theater, but did not escape to a warehouse. He was captured and killed twelve days later in a tobacco barn in Bowling Green.
5: That's See, a tobacco No, it is. It's a barn where they grow tobacco.
1: It's a big building where you hold inventory. So that's yeah. That sounds like a warehouse to me. Yeah. yeah.
5: Hmm. Uh, so it, basically, it, what you're saying is the conspiracy. The conspiracists are right, and that's a woo-woo random quinky dink. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah. I'm willing to give you each a half
2: a point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, what about yeah. what about this, uh, TJ? Do you think you'd be able to uh, pick out any of the other ones? Any so the there other are three ads? other ones.
5: Oh. Oh.
3: Okay. Yeah. The, yeah
5: um okay so um i already said that lincoln was warned by his blah 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 um right which was the biggest one and honestly one of the ones
0: that i wasn't sure that you were gonna get uh is there one about their wives there is one about their wives but it is actually correct damn it damn coincidences Right. It was that they both lost a child
5: like within like weeks of being like living at the White House. Um, Yeah. Well, I mean, that's certainly got to be a creepy connection and not stress in any way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. You know what? For the for the sake of time and because, you know, I'm not necessarily one of those people that have to win at everything. It's about playing (laughs) the game. I'll let you have your point and say you stumped me. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no it's i i that's why i leave it up to the other guys it's it's a really it's a it's it's a, it's a tough one that wasn't the one that i was thinking of
3: yeah that's just thinking th- about this podcast Noel style.
5: <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> i'm down for the point 0.5 just to give you guys crazy math to figure out at the end of the season oh, so, God. so my, my <laughs> yeah, i would that felt.
2: half
1: a point half a point do we want to do that
2: do we want to split the point I'll, I'll yeah i'll take the
0: split I
1: love okay, like, this yes. this visit TJ yes. gives all y'all pity points.
0: He designed an entire game for you, Noel.
1: I am um, excited for the finale when Connor either either wins by half a point or, or loses,
5: loses by, by half yeah, a point. Yeah, no, I know. Since, <laughs> I was wondering uh, when we'd get to the point where we'd make inside jokes that they'd have to listen to the first episode I was on to get. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the so the other ones just
0: to throw them out, was that they were both killed by Southerners, but Booth was born in Maryland, which was a Union state. Oh. They also claimed that they, the two assassins, Booth and Oswald, were born 100 years apart, uh, which would be uh, 1838 and 1938, but Booth was born in 1839. And then the other one, which is really fucking stupid, <laughs> is that a week, I think it was a week before the assassination, Lincoln was in Monroe, Maryland, and a week before the assassination, Kennedy was with Marilyn Monroe. (laughs) But here's the thing is Marilyn
5: Monroe had been dead for a year.
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Someone sprained their shoulder reaching that hard, and it wasn't even yeah. correct. Right. Clearly yeah. what they're
1: implying is that JFK was a necrophiliac. Yeah, and... I, I, gotta, I gotta say it still checks out. <laughs> I, so I gotta say, this, this category was, I think, so hard for all of us, but for me in particular, because every First question top. I came up with was like, is this really easy? really hard and with that in mind i don't know if my question is really easy or really hard here we go one of the theories about jfk's assassination is that he was in fact killed by a cabal of billionaires because of an executive order that he signed in june of 1963 that affected the federal reserve what was the name of that executive order and what did it do
5: Okay, so I don't think I'm going to be able to get the name of the order, but the what it did was basically abolish the fed and put us back on gold standard.
1: Okay, so the executive order was executive order 11110. <laughs> uh and it changed the way that the Federal Reserve could issue silver certificates. And it was part of Kennedy's long-term plan to stop issuing silver certificates altogether.
5: Well, damn.
2: It's <laughs> close.
1: Uh, the and new silver say, certificates. And I will say, uh, I believe that I have stumped you, which gives me a point, which oh, sweeps God me the episode damn. for the bonus point.
5: Oh, oh damn God. it damn it you're, you're welcome because dude let me tell you i totally knew it was silver certificates and i knew it was one 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 zero <laughs> and i was just playing that so you know smooth on my part you know who gave me the 50 <sighs> bucks this time <laughs> tom's
0: gonna God. win again
5: isn't he tom's the oh, reigning yeah, so champion gonna he's gonna win season again big league. <laughs> <laughs> man i'm sorry you guys right. i i got i got stuck on the gold standard because abolish the you know the whole abolish the fed and put us back on the gold standard thing was a push i bet <laughs> noel's not gonna get a point though yo oh, man boy. i've been
3: shaking in my boots this entire game <laughs> god if you're gonna get another question right it's it's definitely got to be this one
2: plus just for the record TJ, if you get this right, then guests have outscored Noel so far in the season. Oh, yes, so. that's true. I
3: thought i would be up. I, is it like six to four
2: me? It, it no. is five to four and a half now.
0: <laughs> so. I should have I just been selfish and taken the point. My effects will
5: be felt for episodes to come. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm
3: going to get thrown down at the disposal for this. Alright, so mine is just an insanely simple question. The Lincoln Continental that JFK was writing at the time of the assassination was codenamed what? Gotta say I love that pause.
5: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Um, Maybe I'm not an expert. Maybe I'm just an enthusiast. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're answering
2: at the same rate as we basically did throughout the season so you don't have to feel yeah, bad you're, about, you're, about
0: that i got as is... much time as you need i swear to christ if mine is the only one that is answered correctly again i mean you got half a
5: point man yeah
1: yeah to be fair tj at least waited you for to ask the question before he answered it correctly
5: <laughs> here's here's what kills me it's like I can tell you all the stuff about it. Like, I can tell you that that it was immediately taken and cleaned and reupholstered. I can tell you that there was a bullet through the windshield. I can tell you where the governor was sitting in the car. I can tell you the, everything about the damn car, except its code name.
3: Except that it's the 1993
1: Toyota Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> time traveling. Yeah, 30
5: years ahead of time. I'm gonna just uh, say Eagle One, even though I know it's wrong. But I refuse to not answer.
3: Uh, No, I appreciate that. I was gonna force you to answer either way. (laughs) Hold you down and make you talk. Uh,
5: I will hold you down from a distance.
3: All right, are you locking in Eagle One?
5: Yeah, I'm gonna lock it in because I don't know.
3: Uh, I'm sorry, TJ. It was actually called the X One Hundred, which is not honestly like. You know, as far as you know, the idea of code names goes, not that far off, right? Yeah. You know,
5: yeah. I right. just gone Eagle One.
3: Oh man! Uh, just I so I'd be light so right now.
5: About that. Yeah, I, <laughs> a <laughs> big weight is off the shoulders. And and you know, I actually I feel saddened now because I was all like. <laughs> I'm good. And you know what? Here's the thing. Even if I would have boned up, I probably wouldn't have boned up on the kind of stuff that y'all asked. I was expecting someone to <laughs> be, like, be like, did you know that Kennedy and C- Governor Connolly weren't the only people who got hit by a bullet in Dealey Plaza that day? And I'd be like, yeah, I know because of James Teague, bitch. But uh, <laughs> that's not the kind of questions you asked. That's the crapshoot of the game. Yeah, yeah, I'm
3: pretty sure you still made it to the average 2, two out of 3, 1 out of
5: 3. Uh, half out of 4.
2: Half out half of 4, out. but... <laughs> <laughs> I averaged it out before uh, Connor was able to answer all of them. At that time, our average was 15%, which is only like a touch higher than a half out of 4. Yeah. Which it is, is like 12 and for and a half. me to
5: switch and say, let's do Roswell? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Damn it. laughs>
1: Who, in fact, did do the nasty in the pasty?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, with All that. Right. Yeah, yeah. You
1: guys want to do some fake ads? Yeah, we yeah, should I do some fake ads. <laughs>
3: oh, man. I actually have one for this week. and I,
2: I do, too.
3: <laughs> I am ready. <laughs> You know, one of these days, Trevor, we're going to have the same ad. <laughs> to...
1: I highly doubt that. <laughs>
3: I don't know. I, I have a really bad poem coming up your way.
1: Oh, guess what? <laughs> Today's episode of The Never Games is brought to you by rack and Frackin' and Frickin' and Frack. Do you really want to swear but you're in front of an eight-year-old or are an eight-year-old? Try rack and Frackin' and Frickin' and Frack. Endorsed by Elmer Fudd.
0: That's also what Joe (laughs) Pesci says in Home Alone, right? Maybe. Today's episode (laughs) is also brought to you by Taco Bell. (laughs) 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 That's how the commercial ends. (laughs) It's good.
2: Today's episode is brought to you by the second place sensation with a sweet spot for alliterations making games like education, location information while one spot from pole position and lighting bowls of his own volition. One man I would never troll. It's good old Noel. (laughs) (laughs) Don't miss the bits of Mr. McGinnis like fishing or fizzing everything in the kitchen finished in last in the season of the pigeon and on the pizza he bought is where his answers are written. So if you're seeking a second place, finish, You want the help of Noel
5: McGinnis. (laughs) That was spectacular. Can you send that to me for my (laughs) OKCupid? Trevor
1: Buster Rhymes over
3: here. (laughs) Today's episode is also brought to you by me. No.
4: Uh,
3: Hey, y'all. Are you looking for a personal call? Something where you can put your bully in their place? Well, now you've seen it all. Today's episode is brought to you by the U Haul Drag Race. Trailers and trucks and cars and all. Time to start the whole, whole chase. Sponsored by RuPaul's Beer Hall. There's nothing about this you wouldn't want to embrace. Go to DragRace.com to sign up for the finals in Montreal. The U-Haul Drag Race. Balls to the wall. Drop the bass and go to space.
5: Uh, all that <laughs> rhyming. You guys are doing great. Mine's going to suck in comparison because I just came up with it.
1: <laughs> As As that usually the makes them better. Of- yeah, that's what I usually do. <laughs>
5: Well, listeners, this episode of Never Games is brought to you by my crushing defeat. So anytime that you feel that you've had a bad day, just remember the sense of failure that I feel from my crushing defeat. So uh and it also makes Noel feel better about himself because I didn't outscore him.
3: I love it. All right. TJW from Pick Me Podcast. Uh, TJ where can people find you online
5: well they can follow me on twitter they can also find me on facebook if they just search at pick me pod pick me pod all one word and if you feel like you need to reach out and contact me because you were like man that guy was really funny on never games I'm gonna have to tell him how funny he was you can contact <laughs> me at the human TJ at com. and uh, be sure to check out my podcaster's choice series I'm really proud of it and I think uh There's a lot of good information in there for any uh, current or potential podcasters.
2: Absolutely. Can't recommend it enough. And TJ, thank you so much for joining us. It was a blast, as always. Yes.
5: Thank you for having me.
2: And everybody, you can check the the show notes. This is Season 2, Episode 11. You can find links to TJ's podcast, to his Twitter, uh, Facebook also, with this episode in the description. All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Never Games. If you enjoyed this, like, follow, and subscribe. That is how we get super famous. That's all we want. Fame. Not even the fortune part. We just want the fame. We just want everybody who sees us as walking down the
0: street to recognize us.
2: Uh, From this podcast. Yes, (laughs) Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not by face, only by voice.
0: <laughs> yeah, we also wouldn't hate uh, hearing from you guys if you have any questions, comments, concerns, uh, or you're just really lonely and you want to like talk or whatever. Uh, you can find us on all social media platforms, the underscore never underscore games. Uh, email at hello at the nevergames.com. Phone 406 games 24, that is 406 426 3724.
1: And if you're just, like, huge fans of us and you want to support us with that sweet, sweet grain. green, not grain. Uh, <laughs> you, can, you can find our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash TheNeverGames. For as little as $1 a month, you can get a shout-out uh, on air. Or if you just got more money than you know what to do with and you want to shoot us a bunch, I run a D&D game every six months for high-tier Patreon supporters. You can join that game.
3: Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're talking to you, Conan O'Brien. You can yeah. give us some <laughs> I'll run <laughs> a game for Conan O'Brien. <laughs> and for, I don't know, the, the 30th week in a row, our website still is nevergames.com You can find uh, all the episodes and any backlogs of information. You can find out bios of us. You can find out the current scoreboard and see the absolute percentage of silver place medals I have for this entire series and i gotta say it's pretty it's 82 it's 82 better than my (laughs) high school gpa (laughs) Uh, you can find any of that at our website which is once again the nevergames.com and finally the music of this episode and all the other episodes have been done by good damn it that is me on the drums and everything else and trevor on the guitar
2: who does bass
3: uh, no one. No one <laughs> <laughs> I'm All gonna right, start fine. actually Fuck adding Trevor. other instruments in. Just yeah, to, Trevor, Trevor does bass.
2: There's just gonna God be a random dare. triangle at the end of one of the themes. <laughs> get a No, kazoo. those are triangles done just by you.
3: Yeah, and, and also <laughs> Trevor, gl- Trevor Glock's that spiel. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Noel got too high this time.
3: <laughs> Alright, well thank you for listening to yet another wonderful episode of The Never Games. My name has been and will always be Noel McGinnis.
2: I am Trevor
0: Kelly, at least for now.
3: My name is Tom O'Brien, as far as you know.
0: I am Croner Provost. Good night, sweethearts.
3: Gotta say it again. This has been The Never Games. Do we play games? Oh, Lock that
0: never. spiel. Never. <laughs>
3: has been a Studios
2: production <laughs> the Baja Blast turned into a Fuego Blast by the end of the night <laughs> Noel I need you to eat my hand or else I'm going to die
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's what I thought you meant
5: I'm just as snarky in real life. <laughs> You'd <Yeah. laughs> be like,
3: question one: Where the fuck do you get off, dream monsters? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, no, it is actually six months. With the bear. Six months with the bear <laughs> as your me. <cellmate. laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs>